Hi guys, this is your host, Kara Duffy. This is the live unedited recording from our roundtable, a powerful conversation about America, racism, episode three. It has been three months since our first episode came out in June. And we are now talking to our panelists one month before the election about what actions we can take to be the change we want to see. Plus, how can we actually decipher all of this left, right, blue, red, all of the distractions to really get back to voting on what matters to us. This conversation took place on October 2nd, 2020, featuring our panelists, Sharifa Hardy, Mikkel Drew, Chandra Gore, Kristen Fenerick, and Lauren Wilson. We encourage and invite you to share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. So welcome everyone to a powerful conversation about America, our racism episode three topic. Um, We have an incredible uh, series of panelists. Um, I'm very excited that we have a full repeat from who was here last time. So of course we have Sharifa Hardy, we have Chandra Gore, we have Kristen Fenerick, we have Mikkel Drew Pelham and Lauren Wilson. And since we talked, like when I set up these series of three conversations. I did not think that the magic wand that I was choosing to set these dates would be so um, significant uh, when I set them. I had just picked like one month after the other and then three months later, wanting to get something in before the election. And every time we come to talk, I am shocked at what (laughs) keeps happening in the world. So since we spoke last, some significant things Of course, we had the passing of the incredible Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We have a new Supreme Court justice that's been elected. Um, California announced that they're um, moving forward with some reparations for people who have been descendants of slaves, which I would love to hear from Sharifa about, knowing that's very important to you. Um, We had the first presidential debate. Uh, We had the grand jury hearing come back from Breonna Taylor. And we have had the rest of the world news that continues, including with our president now having COVID. So um, did I miss anything that happened since we last spoke that might be significant going into the election or just, you know, our life in general? Um, Let's just talk about how (laughs) that wasn't a debate. That was a clown show. Okay. And (laughs) let's, According to Angela Rye, it was a your mama contest. <laughs> That's what it was. You're right. You're right. That's what it was. And then on top of that, I'm not happy with the attorney general um, in regards to, I will not say his name because he's made me so angry because of the fact that, you know, the wall got more justice than she did. A wall, y'all. A wall. That can be knocked down anytime. A wall. So to me, it's like a, a slap in the face to women and then black women as well. Like, it's like, what, what more, what, what else has to happen for people to see that there's two different justice systems and two different worlds that. Oh, did we lose Chandra? And right in the good part too. I know. I know. I thought it was me for a moment. <laughs> I did too. I was like, no, not right now. Uh, okay. When she comes back, we'll come back to her. So anything else before I let you guys dive in about anything I missed? I don't want to like leave anything off the table. Yeah. I think that was enough. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So, of course, you're talking about the the lack of justice that Brianna Taylor has received so far. Um, we have so many things happening. So, like, literally every element of things that are normally debate topics, uh, women's rights, uh, abortion rights, the environment, um, social justice, like, you name it, there's something going on about it right now. And so I think it would be really powerful for everyone who will watch this and listen to it and is here now. How do we sort through it all to like get back to focused on what matters? That's a very interesting question. That's a very interesting question because doesn't all of this matter? That to me seems to imply that it minimizes all of these things that are going on. I didn't mean to minimize it at all. I think they all matter. It's like how, and I'm feeling, I'm personally feeling like overwhelm of it's like fine. being able to really deep dive into each thing the way that I normally like to, to feel prepared to go into an election. And I just feel like I need, like, I need a voting coach right now. Like I can't <laughs> handle it all by myself. <laughs> So the first thing that I want to say today is thank you again, Kara, for having us back on. I mean, I think it's really important that to note that having these conversations is where it starts. And since our last time that we were together, I feel like, like you're saying, it's been so much that's happened and none of it is minimal, right? Every single thing has a crescendo to it that goes to the next thing. And we're still at this place where we haven't arrived yet where we want to be as a nation, let alone as individual people and different groups and ethnic groups and all of it. So I think that the first thing that we need to continue to do is acknowledge that there's an issue. And I think the more that we stop and do that and then face the reality of that acknowledgement and then start to break these things down into buckets so that we can start, like you look at a business, right? In your business, you have to break things down into buckets. You can't like take everything and try to slap it all on the wall and do it all at one time, right? You have to kind of say, okay, what's our first primary thing that we need to so anybody that's going to come into office through, during this election, I think that's what they need to be speaking to all of us about, is how are they going to take each one of these issues that we're facing, break them down into bits and pieces so we can start attacking them and really going at the root of all of it. Because if we don't do that, we'll just continue to just put, as I said before, lipstick on a pig, right? You can just keep putting lipstick on and you're never going to face the actual true issue. And the true issue is that our country, our nation has to have a change of heart, period, from all over every board, every place. There needs to be a change of heart. And then once that happens, then systematically, we can start breaking down these other issues and start fixing them. But we have to first as a nation learn how to love each other, number one, and accept the reality of where we are and begin to face this reality and break it down in pieces in order to fix it and to have some real systemic change. You got my vote. <laughs> I, I just voted for you. I'm writing you in. You're going to see the, the uh, totals and it's going to be one vote for Chris. <laughs> it makes sense though. I think people's, people's views and their hearts have to change. People have to care about more than just themselves or, you know, not turn a blind eye. And I think that's where a lot of times, if it doesn't directly affect someone, they don't really care. 
You know what I'm saying? They don't really think that it's a problem because, hey, it's not knocking no pictures off my wall, so why should it matter? Like, because your your wall is over there shaking. And this this is where we have to, everyone says, oh, love that neighbor. Let's really do that. You know, and all yeah. these people, they're preaching this, I'm a Christian, but in the in the Bible, for what the one I saw, it said to love everybody and no judgment. And I see that a lot of these Christians are picking and choosing around what they're doing. And it's like, come on now. Like, it, it a life, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, being raised Muslim, I don't want to just say it's all Christians. I, it's all people, I think, at this point. It's how we are as a people. It's not just one. We, we all forget that we're supposed to love each other and love thy neighbor and do right by each other. And I think that should be the primary focus. I understand what um, Kara was saying about needing a voting coach because people don't know who to vote for, what the issues are, and then they see that debate. And I, I to me, I was horrified, not because of just Trump, not just because of Biden, but these are the two people that represent America. I felt like if I was in some foreign country and I was watching that, I would I would just be horrified. That's that's what how I felt. I was I was horrified watching it personally. I'm embarrassed. I think I think kind of on my end here, a lot of people uh, are getting just true fatigue. Like the debate was like kind of the broke the camel's back. Like lots of people watched it for 20 minutes and said, this is a shit show. Excuse my language. Um, And they're just tired of it. They want and a a phrase that I've had a hard time with that a lot of my friends will use is I want to return to normal where I didn't have to care about these things where it was status quo. But I think the thing is, and I keep trying to reiterate this is that there is no normal, like to go like what has transpired the past six months in particular, like there's no going back on that. Um, and I think people really have to understand that reality, kind of what Kristen was saying. Like we, we have to break these issues down and it is extremely challenging and extremely tiring, but it's not something that we can just forget about. Um, and obviously there are people that have the privilege of doing that, but if, if we all, you know, those people kind of fall back and decide they're too tired to care, then we're not going to get anywhere. There is no normal anymore. There's no normal return. Um, and that's, we have to look at, and and we have to look at knowledge, right? That whole thing about normal is because people, it's the lack of knowledge, right? The Bible says that lack of knowledge, people will perish. It's because lack of knowledge. People don't want to stop and take the time to do the research to find out what each person is standing for. So I'm here in Texas. And one of the things that really drives me crazy, and sorry, Texas politicians, right, is straight party voting. Like, how straight ticket voting where you just go in and just say, okay, I'm just going to vote all Democrat or I'm going to vote all Republican. Like what? Because that just goes to ignorance to me because it's now you're just saying, okay, let's just do this because this is easy. No, take the time, figure out what each candidate stands for. Like you don't have to vote straight party. Like that's not something you have to do. We're not living in 1960, 1950, whatever time period. There's knowledge. You can go to the internet, search, find out each one of these candidates and find out what they stand for. And ones who are not standing for anything right now, like put some information out about who you really are and what you want to do and then stand behind it. Because I think a lot of the politicians are hiding behind um, what's going on right now. They're hiding because it's easy right now. I'll just kind of sit back and I won't say anything at all. And yeah, and it's and it's awful. So we also as a people have to begin to push them to acknowledge 
What is your platform? What are you really standing on? Let's get some information out to the public so that we can all vote with knowledge and not just be voting just because. We can't go back to, as you're saying, Lauren, as usual, you know, status quo. That's, that's not going to work. I think that I have, I have mentioned this many times and I've mentioned it here and I've also mentioned it in my conversations with um, Kara and that is, and to Lauren's point, I think that what's really going to be the, um, the, 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 the real question is, are people going to be able to stay the course? Because I love everything that's going on right now. But, you know, to Lauren's point, if people get tired, I mean, what we're trying to do right now is it's tiring. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't sit through that whole debate either. Like 20 minutes in, I was like, I'm done. I'm good. I'll just, <laughs> I'll watch the memes. <laughs> but we have to, <laughs> we have to be able to decide, okay, this is not what we want. The normal, it was not working for everybody. So we have to figure out, you know, what we're going to stand for, how we're going to continue to move forward and understand and, and be okay with that. Like recognize within our person that this is not something that is going to happen overnight. So like, I'm really more looking at, okay, what is this going to look like next year? What is, gonna, what is this going to look like next June, next April, next October? Because win or lose, whoever it wins or loses, I have kind of not even lost faith because I don't think I've actually had a whole lot of faith in any way. But I feel like whatever change we are going to make, it has to be us. It's not going to be the politicians. So we, all of us, have to decide that we're going to stay the course and keep doing what we're doing right now, you know, because it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's just not. And I think the people who are in control, people who are, who are benefiting from things staying the way that they are, are not just going to go gently into the, you know, into the new world. Like they are going to go down kicking and fighting and screaming to make sure that, you know, everything does stay the way that it was. I mean, what, what, do they, what does anybody have um, to gain from it being better for all of us who want something better? You know what I mean? Like, even with the call to action that he gave, you know what I'm saying? Like, no other politician came out to say, uh, uh, Tang 45, we can't do that. Like, you can't call that. You actually put out a call to put these white supremacists on notice that, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that was that. This is who this is who y'all want to keep in office, like these. And then, and then the threats, the the video. Oh, if he doesn't get elected, we're going. You know, they're going to go to war, so we're ready for war. With who? Like this is this this kind of stuff. It it. it. Well, that's my also what I'm thinking about is when no matter what happens, whether Biden wins or Trump wins. And this is why I'm saying this is it's all on us because I think it's going to be um, just a hot mess regardless of who wins, whether, you know, yeah. So to that, to that same point, it, it's got to fall on us. You know, whatever change that we want to see, we have to do it. Like with communities, I really do feel like communities, we need to band together and talk and actually come together as a whole because 
they're not reading. going to do it. Yeah, like they're not going to do it. Like, you know, a lot of communities are okay with not knowing, you know, the next couple streets over who, you know, who is there. Or they know who they are because in the neighborhood little, um, you know, the little uh, alerts and stuff, you can see what your neighbors are thinking like in these little um, chats. So mm-hmm. why not knocking on, like, talk to each other. Find out why you feel that way about your differences and be honest about it. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times this fear is from the unknown. And it's like being big enough to say, listen, I fear you because I don't understand you. Like, it's so simple. And this is, this is where I think the conversation, like you said, Mikael, it has to happen. We have to be the change that we want to see in the White House. We have to be the change we want to see in our city council, in our, in, our, in our state governments. Like, we have to be the change. The community has to be able to go together, arm in arm, and say, listen, this is what we're not going to do. You're, these policies have to be across the board and welcoming to everyone. But a lot of people are so afraid of losing something that they don't even have. By, you know what I'm saying? It's not even something they have. But if I speak up, what is such and such going to think about me? You know what I'm saying? And that, that's, that's where it's like, it's, it has Sandra, to. Uh-huh. I believe it goes back to what I was saying, though, about being informed. Like what everything that you're speaking to is about being informed and there has to be some sort of like information referendum that happens around like knowing the truth about who people, like who people are, what they're voting, like what they're talking about in in asking for our vote, vote, right? Like what is your actual platform? Like what are your plans? What are you looking at doing? What type of changes are you talking about making? To me, that's where the voice needs to be heard. That's the voice of the people that needs to be heard, is asking people to reveal really what the truth is behind what they're speaking about. Yeah, I get that. Like, I reach out to each one of my politicians here locally, right? Because I want to have that one-on-one conversation. But in in the sense of all of that, we're still the the people who have to vote them in. We have to talk to each other so that when we go to the polls, you know, we can have all the information in the world. But if that one person, you know how many women who they have all the information voted for that what we have in office right now and they had all the information? Well, I think that also comes down to now you're not going to get me started with the whole thing of having (laughs) two parties, right? So this is your problem. This is the problem here. Oh, I know that's the problem. Choice A and choice B. Like, you know, there's problems on both sides of that. So that is the issue that the biggest issue at hand is that. So now you have to break it down and say, okay, now where do we go from here? These are the two. So now what am I actual, what decision am I actually making between the two of them? Because personality aside, personality, I I can't, like, I won't look at personality. I have to go past that. You got to get under the surface because under the surface is where the truth lies. And what I'm looking to understand is what people are going to actually do systematically from a national level. And then like you're saying, Chandra, from a community level, I sitting from a community level, again, I'm here in Houston. I've been in meetings with top politicians around here and sat and listened to all the stuff about this, this, and this, and nothing happens, right? Because it's all just talk. 
And who held so that stuff that's, that's the second word I was about to say is that's the second piece that we as a people need to begin to do is hold our politicians accountable. We have to hold them accountable. So it's one thing to say this because you're going to be in an election and you want to be voted in, but who's doing the accountability piece that's saying, okay, this is why we as a country said we wanted you here in power and in position. What are your voting like? What have you actually voted for while you've been in office for these last four years? Okay. Or the last, you know, that's all the information that I'm talking about is being informed. I think you're so spot on. I think what's the issue right now is that communities are so severed in their beliefs that if one person says, oh, I might be interested in Trump and another person will demonize them immediately. So there's that conversation can't even happen now. And it goes on the same, on the same side, you know, if someone is super conservative and someone's, you know, super liberal, they, they can't even start to talk because before even talking about who they are, what their beliefs are, like the real knowledge and information, you're already demonizing each other based off of your political beliefs because it's so charged right now. So how do we get to a sense of human, like empathy and understanding as human beings instead of, you know, if someone says they like Trump, you immediately kind of throw Trump on their face. Like they are Trump himself. Right. So how, like, you know, I have family members that I can't even speak to right now. So it's part of my issue too, because I've demonized them in a way. Um, so how do we get back to, to being empathetic and having those tough conversations? Cause I don't think those are happening within even small communities now. And families are up because, like, families have been torn apart because, you know, it, but the thing is, the conversation has to be had. Like, get, we get it. You you had a moment. You know what I'm saying? People have momentary lapse yeah. of judgment. We just got to yeah. understand that. But we have to be able to look past poor judgment sometimes because, you know, and have the conversation. I'm not saying that anyone who voted for Trump is <laughs> stupid or nothing like that. I'm just saying maybe... We need to talk about why. Let's get that people when when one side believes one way and another side believes another. We can't even get to what to hold accountable because there's two different versions of what that accountability looks like right now. Thank you for listening to this special episode of the Powerful Ladies Podcast and our commitment to continuing powerful and important conversations about America that need to be happening. We will be scheduling future conversations about America. Go to our website, thepowerfulladies.com and sign up for our newsletter to make sure you're alerted to when the next episodes are scheduled. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Powerful Ladies. If you're ready to be leveling up your game, taking on the conversations that matter to you and making an impact, then you're a perfect fit for the Powerful Ladies membership. Connect with fellow Powerful Ladies, Learn a new skill for life or business every month. Get group coaching to succeed and more. Sign up today at thepowerfulladies.com. You can follow and connect with our panelists on Instagram here. Sharifa Hardy, at Sharifa Hardy. Mikkel Drew Pelham, at 383design. Chandra Gore, at C. Gore Consults. Kristen Fenerick, at Kristen Fenerick. Lauren Wilson, at Shop Dora Mar. You can connect with me on Instagram at Kara underscore Duffy. In the meantime, be safe, be loud, be the leaders we need, be awesome and up to something you love.